You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Guardian. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of In Orbit, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and its community. Wherever you are and whenever you're listening, we thank you as always for making us a part of your Destiny experience. My name is David. And I'm Jordan. And on today's show, we're going to take a look at this week's This Week at Bungie where we finally get some news. We look back at Iron Banner for this week, talk about a possible upcoming balancing patch and the Bungie Bounty Days event that Bungie is now putting on as well as this make sure you check out all the other podcasts here on Masters Buttons Network at www.masterbuttons.com and you can get involved with in orbit by sending us questions at inorbitpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com Jordan how's your week in destiny been that's been fun it's been fun a uh, little bit of frustration in Iron Banner, but uh, got three characters to rank five for the first time in a while. And uh, yeah, it was good times. Uh, how about you? Uh, it's been slow, I'd say. I'm proud of you for getting three characters to rank five, by the way, because I think I have one at three and one at two. <laughs> it, the first one, the first one happened as a result of a group of us getting together and playing, which that that typically is the best way to keep me playing iron banner is playing with a bunch of people i like to play with and uh i think that's the same with the second character i just happened to hop on and there was five other guys and i was like all right you guys are cool most of them <laughs> i knew well i mean you know they're guys from the clan guys i play with regularly so mm-hmm. you know and, and the third one i just did because i noticed that the rolls on the armor were pretty decent to buy from the vendor so i was like all right let me uh let me, let me try to get this character to rank five I have to admit the third one that was a I was gritting my teeth getting that character to rank five even though it's easier with all the buffs and such that they give you for the additional characters. Uh, it, <laughs> the lag was really bad on the third time. <laughs> I was starting <laughs> I was starting to lay like why am I doing this? I was playing by myself to try to get the last win in, and oh my god, blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know how you feel, and that, so like I haven't played that much, but I have played some, and in the some I've played, I can't avoid the lag. Like the lag has been there, which sucks. I mean, they keep saying they're changing matchmaking to make it more connection based, and honestly, it, it it just still feels like lag city, which I don't think should really be a thing if it's really mainly connection based matchmaking. I mean, I understand that there aren't a lot of people necessarily playing the game, but. It's Iron Banner. There's got to be at least a couple tens of thousand. And when you look at um, websites like Guardian GG that put up um, stats as to how many people are playing, it usually says that a couple hundred thousand people have played during a day. And I never have lag in other games that have 
tens of thousands or just a couple thousands people playing like this. So it's it's very weird to me. Um, in general, I was mainly just getting fed up with the meta, though. Oh, the having meta. The, yeah, <laughs> having those shotguns, man. It's It's not like... I have nothing against people playing the meta per se, but it it gets old when you just have shotguns shoved down your throat 24-7. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll have to admit, though, I, I got a pretty good role on a matador, so I do use it <laughs> on occasion. I, you have to sometimes. I'll go. You so do. my normal you loadout do. is a sniper and my mita. Uh, usually roll with a machine gun for 6v6 clash control. Um, so I'm not totally anti-meta but i'm not meta so i don't know i i I like to play like that to not be playing i don't i I have a good clever dragon i have a matador i don't tend to use them a whole lot and i still do pretty well and i'm sort of proud of that um but it gets frustrating because you you (laughs) there's a level (laughs) iron banner i guess this is our iron banner segment (laughs) for the show now (laughs) um yeah, Iron Banner is just odd. It seems like as the week uh, progresses on, it the the lag gets worse. I think less people are playing it because as people hit rank five on characters, they stop playing. So that shrinks the pool down every day. But for some reason, as that pool shrinks down, the lag gets worse. I don't understand that. Um, right. And as to the matchmaking... I did, there were several times where I was playing and this was full. This was with full teams where we would have a great match. Uh, a few times we even mercied and we were like, oh, yeah, we're running the show here. This is great. You know, well, great for us. And the next match we would get we would just get steamrolled. We were like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of matchmaking is this again? Like, how did these guys, there they would be all green bars and there wouldn't be a whole lot of lag. So it wasn't like we were playing one match, you know, where everything was fine. We would just steamroll the other team and they would, it, there would be role reversal. And, you know, it wasn't like it was, it, it, sorry, it wasn't um, lag based, you know, it wasn't like, oh, these guys are red bar all over the place. It was actually like good players. We're like, how is this possible? Like, it's so it's so weird with the connection based matchmaking they do now. How it, you get these Jekyll and Hyde matches back to back? I don't know if you've yeah. ever experienced that or have experienced that. Well, I mean, technically, theoretically, that's what you should be experiencing if it's all connection based. You should be experiencing some games against people who are worse than you, some against people who are better than you. Um, True, but yeah, it's. one thing you kind of brought up with that where you got steamrolled after you won is I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but I feel like when you're playing Destiny, if you're doing good and winning matches, the game just wants to shut you down. So it puts you (laughs) against another team that's steamrolling people. Yeah. Versus if if you're not doing as good, then it kind of gives you those those confidence wins to build yourself up. Yeah. Well, that's why I was that's why I was making the quip about what kind of matchmaking is this because of that. You know, it's it's that sentiment right there. It's like, how is this connect? How is this connection based matchmaking when it goes like that? Because it like it, that was the point I was trying to make. I sh- it, it seems like the 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 game is actually looking at how you did. It's like, oh, you're really good. All right, let's play against this guy <laughs> or these this group. And it's like, well, right. what happened? Like, it just seems it's it happens a lot, and it's almost too coincidental. <laughs> I don't know, but it's. I mean, I'm sure that. It's like, yeah, the connection-based matchmaking is doing its job. And yeah, that that is going to happen with connection-based matchmaking, but it seems to happen regularly. (laughs) 
Yeah, my my only gripe with connection based matchmaking seems I still get at least one red bar in every single game, especially oh, yeah. in regular Crucible. And, ugh, yeah, it, it gets frustrating. I mean, I look at other games like Call of Duty, the one I always bring up on the show, but even looking at um, like Titanfall 2 and Star Wars Battlefront and like games that don't have as big a player bases as Destiny at all. And you don't get laggy matches like this. And it's, it's just weird to me because it's, it's supposedly player to player connection. So the connection should be 100% based on like how good can you connect to someone else? Well, if you're looking at like my Internet speeds, my personal Internet speeds are um, I'm supposed to get 150 down and 50 up. I, I'm sure it usually is somewhere around probably like 100 um, down and like 30 up or something like that because internet's never what you want it to be or what you're paying for essentially but um when i have that type of connection realistically i should be able to get good connection with almost anybody unless they're running on a connection that's got like three down or something like that i should get a good connection and i still don't i still get a ton of laggy people so i just don't understand why What's going on that makes it like this? It's people always bring up that there may be something wrong with like the coding and the more they say they update matchmaking and the more lag still happens. I honestly feel like that's true. Like something is just fundamentally wrong with Destiny's system that allows this lag to happen. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to fix it for Destiny 2 because it's so prevalent. Oh, I sure hope so. Uh, I, I would I'd be really surprised if they didn't. Um, yes, they they. That's I mean, yeah, it is what it is. It's been happening forever. Uh, we deal with it. Obviously, there's a lot of great things about this game that keep us playing. So, you know, the fact that the matches get laggy at, on, at times, you know, it hasn't turned away too many people. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd be pretty confident that they'll fix it for Destiny 2 because, you know, um, it is a big deal. <laughs> and it is frustration. Um, but, yeah. That's my experience in Iron Banner. I don't really have anything else to say about that. It was fun. There was some lag. I got some loot. <laughs> All <on>. right. <laughs> yeah. So moving on from that, this week in our This Week at Bungie, we actually got some news. Um, starting off. <laughs> I know, right? Starting off, we had a hot fix come out um, with Iron Banner on Tuesday. It just did some kind of maintenance stuff, cleaned up some stuff with Plague Land Patrols. Uh, made it so Zer will now sell everything again and he won't be rotating stuff each week. And then it added some um, invisible barriers onto maps in the Crucible, which um, I kind of found one by accident. Turns out there's one on the side of, oh shoot, why can't I remember that name now? The PlayStation exclusive map that really sucks. Uh, <laughs> be more specific. <laughs> yeah, the one with a couple bridges and you always fall off the edge. How about that? That the one specific? with the couple bridges that you oh um uh floating gardens no not floating gardens it's uh it's oh it no came that's out the newer with, one right? uh taken king yeah the yeah. one before that it's uh, sector something or another no 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 yeah it is I is think it so. uh yeah i know which I one you're so. talking about it's like it's like completely up in the sky like a bunch of it's all floating platforms you mean yes yeah. yes 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 but um, I just blanked on regardless, it I was I was trying to just I, I pulled my blade dance and I was trying to do like a jump outside and then blade dance back inside to get to a different platform and like kind of flank some people. And it turned out that there was an invisible barrier off to the side. So I pulled my blade dance, jumped mm -hmm. off to the side and died. 
<laughs> I know it wasn't my best moment. That's all right. Yeah. But <laughs> I didn't experience any of these changes myself, but apparently you can still get on top of the bridge. Um, what's the map with oh, the bit, with on, the train uh, bridge in the middle that tier? connects the two? Yeah, you can still hop on top of that though. So that's out. That's off the map. <laughs> it is. I, mean, I think that. that'd still be weird if they made it so that you can't jump on that though, because I, I I almost feel like that's. A, a very good strategic play because you can only be up there for a couple seconds. It doesn't allow camping up there. It lets you get a different uh, kind of point of view. I, I like it. I like that they allow you to uh, get up there. Yeah. Um. What is that? Zer. So I want to. The Zer has been this guy that's been coming every week, and people. It seems like a lot of people are trashing him. Because he, for most people that have been playing the game for a while, he's not going to sell anything that you need because you have everything. But I just want to, I just want to make this comment that he, some of the stuff he's been selling on occasion has had fantastic roles. So even if you have the exotic that he's selling, check the role for the armor because he may be selling a really, really good role that's better than the one you have and it's worth picking up. That's true. Yeah, he's been he's he's a weird fellow um, and people's opinions on him is weird because there is there's been this like kind of movement. It, it hasn't been necessarily huge, but a fair amount of people have been talking about it where people don't want three of coins anymore. And they say that and like it kind of ruins the game. It doesn't make it as fun as year one and the, the hunt for exotics is kind of gone. And then Zer shows up without him for a week and people like. Everybody loses their mind. I was just, I was thinking of that quote in my head. I'm like, just say it, just say it. Yeah, it's, it's just like, I, I don't get it. What, like, people need to make up their mind. And now, I mean, he's going to have them again. Um, I'm not a huge fan of them because I am kind of for the, it's not as fun type thing. But at the same time, I'm one of those players who can put in a couple hundred hours every time a new expansion comes out. And I understand for people who don't, that it gives them the chance to get those exotics in an easier fashion to put in the time that they do have and still be able to get what people who can put in way more time can. Yeah, I, I, I nothing them to tell you the truth. I, I use them when I'm playing Crucible. I use them when I'm playing Strikes. But if they weren't there, then I wouldn't be really sad about it. I don't know. I don't think yeah. that they're game breaking. That's for sure. I feel you. I um, I'm just more happy that he's selling exotic shards again, because for a while I was using three of coins just to get more exotic shards to save mm -hmm. up for when there's another expansion for infusion and stuff. And now I'm happy because he's selling them and I can just spend my thousands of coins and get a ton of exotic shards. Yeah, I think I have like 50 or 60 shards. So if they do come out with another couple exotics, which uh, I think there's still one or two. They, I, I know the uh, the microphone rocket launcher, whatever I can't remember what it's called. They have like a dubious name. volley. Yeah, dubious volley. And there's that, and there may be something else that we haven't seen in the uh, from, from data mining yet. So I, I'm just saving that stuff up. I, I don't think I'm going to use three coins anymore. I have really good rolls on all the exotic armor that I actually do use. So um, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully they come out with something before uh, the end of Destiny One. That's worth popping three of coins for again. Otherwise, I'm just going to save them. 
Yeah, I mean, I think besides Dubious Volley, which I would assume would come from some type of a quest if they brought it in. Yeah. Uh, we just have, what, Vex, Mythoclast, Necrochasm, and Pocket Infinity left to come forward. Yeah, I I would expect, well, if they if they bring the raids forward, we're obvious, I would think it's obvious that we would get Vex, Mythoclast. Um, and don't forget about um, the Crota one. Oh, just blank. Yeah, Necrochasm. Necrochasm, yep. you said that. Yeah, um, Pocket Infinity. I used to love that weapon. That'd be awesome if they brought that forward. I guess that would make sense. So. I mean, it's it's still a very good gun, and I think they are almost not wanting to bring it forward because of its game-breaking history, perhaps. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, do you think they I, would nerf it a little bit? No, I mean, the thing is, like, right now, right now it's already been nerfed, and it's in, like, a decent spot. It's a great fusion rifle still, but it's not, like, amazing. It's not going to... I think if you really want a good exotic fusion rifle, you use Plan C. You think that thing melts people. Well, do, can you? I, I don't know if people have tested this recently, but I'm, I'm. Can't you switch between Plan C and uh, and uh, and and that uh, and the fusion rifle? You, you can switch between the two and get the benefits from Plan C, can't you? Between what Plan C and um, Pocket Infinity. Uh. I don't think so. Wasn't there a glitch where you could like run the two and you could switch between the two? And what am I thinking of? I have no idea what you're thinking. Uh, of. Never mind. Maybe maybe Vex in something because Pocket Infinity is another set, uh, another secondary, and um, now they have the uh, patch. I mean, I guess Pocket Infinity hasn't been around since they did the patch, essentially. But they have the patch where if you switch special weapons at all, you lose all your ammo. Yeah. So I don't know. I, um, I've never actually heard what you're talking about, but so, be you know what? I, crazy probably just could. Be, I'm, I'm not, I could just be super crazy. But <laughs> yeah, I, for some reason, it just popped in my mind and I just blurted it out there. I, I, I swear that because like, Plan C has that charge up uh, perk. But I, I thought you could like switch between it and Pocket Infinity and people were. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, I think I'm going crazy. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> So next up, Bungie talked about how Crimson Days is making is not making a return this year. Sorry. Uh, they said we enjoyed adding some gunfire to your date night, but we have other plans. Instead, we're dedicating our efforts to delivering different things for you to play. Jordan, how do you feel about this? I'm OK with it. Uh, I actually like doubles. It's a really fun game mode for the Crucible, but uh, I'm going to be optimistic and say i think it's a great thing that we're not getting it because hopefully it's showing that they're going to put more effort into say uh an april update for 2017 i agree i think last year there was kind of a this is very underwhelming thought process and uh voice from the community and i think they're going to try and give something that isn't underwhelming at all and i agree like i like doubles i actually haven't finished all my doubles grimoire so uh, i was kind of looking forward to it so i could hop in for the next i think it's like 30 or 40 matches i have left and do all my doubles grimoire but now i just gotta wait for it to come around on crucible yeah same i actually haven't finished that either so that that that's <laughs> that's one reason why i'm a little sad that it's not going to be around but uh, the rewards were sort of eh. so you know it's like it's some shaders true. and stuff whatever you know i don't it, it would have been cool to have it but i don't know if it's I don't, I don't think it's going to bring back players because there's doubles, right? Like a special doubles event. So it's probably best to just save it up for an April update. 
That's a really good point. I hadn't even thought about the fact that uh, they probably want to use this to raise their player base and something like that just wouldn't. Yeah. It's a great point. Iron Banner didn't. Not a whole lot, at least. Yeah, this time around, I don't think it did. I think you're right. I think it's very bland, I guess. They they didn't... I don't know. Yeah, you're right. They threw Iron Iron Banner Clash out as the first Iron Banner for 2017. You know, Clash is like that simple game mode that you think everyone could love, but I think... Because, like you said, it's it's like not special. It's just like, oh, we're just shooting people. There's no there's um, objective to it. You know, I think they should have. I think they should have came out with Iron Banner Control for the first Iron Banner. I think people would have been a little more excited for for that versus just Clash. Um, when when the game's hot, Iron Banner Clash is awesome because people love it because of that fact that it's just simple and it gives them good rewards. But I think with everything going on with the game, rewards dropping left and right from everything and people starting to get the burnout again to uh, varying degrees, Iron Banner Clash may not have been the best choice for Iron Banner this time around. Definitely. I agree with that. I, I mean, I think the the only way they're really going to get new people in or, or people who haven't played in a while, though, is if they do something out there, like some new form of Iron Banner. I don't I don't know what it would be. Iron Banner zone control, but people probably wouldn't want to play that. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I don't. Hey, it's a team based game, man. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm laughing. I don't have a comment. It's just, I'd have to let that one sink in. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be an interesting experience for sure. Yeah, it, it would definitely make playing as a single player hard. Oh my god! Like for this for this week's Iron Banner. You have to play the objective. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I will say, though, is when I've played zone control as just a normal playlist, the people who I'm playing with do play the objective. They play it like it is zone control. So maybe if it was zone control and it didn't kills didn't matter at all, maybe people would play the objective. Well, they would have to. (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily. You don't have to. You can still just kill people. You just lose. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess if you had for for zone control, you could probably roll in with a small team if you were good and you could control the map and get the zones uh, held down and the blueberries were killing people to keep the uh, other team at bay. I mean, that could still win you the match. You wouldn't have to have a full team, I guess. But I, I, I don't think it would be nearly as exciting or fun. I would just want to see regular control. Uh, I, I that's fine with me for Iron Banner. The way the way the whole event works is just yeah, zone control. Just no. <laughs> I agree. All right. So coming after their revelation about Crimson Days, Bungie did hint at something new. They said last week at Bungie, we teased that you haven't heard the last in the live team. Their next content update is taking shape. We're super excited to tell you about it, but not so excited that we'll jump the gun. Dang it, Bungie. There will come a time when we'll take a seat on our streaming set to talk about how we'll spend the springtime together. That moment will come closer to the thaw. So essentially, they're saying that the reveal will come on Twitch like it has in the past. And it looks like I'm guessing it's not coming till April. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they they probably want to they probably want to stick to the similar schedule they have in the past. April update. Boom. There you go. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, it, it is a bummer because right now it's already getting 
I'm not going to say getting dry. It's already pretty dry. Um, we, we've burned through everything they gave us. I mean, strike scoring is still fun and stuff, but you do kind of need new content flowing. And the problem that they had this year, of course, is Rise of Iron was smaller. So like Taken King, we had content to take us all the way up through SRL. This one, we were already kind of dried out before it. So it's they're in an interesting situation. And I understand why they're waiting till April. But at the same time, it almost feels like they need to do some sort of really small event which is why something like Crimson Days may have helped. It would have just given people something to do, even if it isn't that fun. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I, so what if they did this? What if they just, you know, quote unquote, flipped the switch on Crimson Days and activated again without any changes? Do you think that would have been uh, good or bad? Um, I think it would have been good. But I think Bungie also would have been crucified for it because they knew that the community disliked it. And if they just flipped the switch on something that the community didn't like that much, then obviously they would have gotten backlash. But I also think part of the problem was the quest last year was go play two matches and you're done. If they did a new quest line with Crimson Days and they made it so, okay, um, go with a partner into strikes and complete in like four strikes, complete a nightfall with um, only one other person, make it so you do a nightfall with two people, um, uh, go compete in 15 crimson double matches, um, get kills with each type of gun in crimson double matches. Like at that point, um, you had this content that people viewed as bland, but now you're giving them a reason to play it in certain ways. And that, is what can essentially create new content, putting air quotes on new content. And if they were to, I don't know how hard it would be for them to put a quest like that in. Maybe they can't. But if they were to think in a way like that, like, you know, that's a challenge that people accept. People accept doing a two person nightfall challenge. People accept going into um, a 360 level strike with or 320, whatever the highest you can set it at with just two people and killing these certain bosses that you put like, um, bounties on certain bosses head that you have to only do with two people or something like that that would be i think awesome and a new way for them to do it or even doing a crimson doubles strike playlist that probably they couldn't do very easily but if you just had a two-person strike playlist and that's what you had to go do the bounty in but stuff like that i think is doable even if it would take a bit of their time and resources i think that's doable and could tie the community over better yeah that's actually i i didn't think about uh, transcending it into the PVE spectrum. That's actually a really good idea. Two-person Nightfall would be crazy. Although the Nightfall, if it was something like this week, it's not that bad. So I guess they would have to modify the Nightfall and make sure it wasn't something like ridiculous like Solar Burn and <laughs> Brothers. Um, Solar Burn Shield Brothers. Yeah. Two people, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, doing a, like a two-person, like a special uh, doubles strike playlist, uh, doubles Nightfall. Well, you can do doubles Nightfall now. Uh, that would be pretty cool. And I guess if they did that along with like a, a doubles bounty for shacks, then you could, you know, sort of have like a whole new thing going on. So you could run like a shacks bounty, do a nightfall, run a few strikes and then do some doubles matches and it all tied together for a uh, for a quest. That'd be awesome. I like that idea. Yeah, I, I think the biggest problem last year was just the quest wasn't long enough and people were didn't like thorns and firebolts, which is what ruled the day last year at this time. But oh yeah, that 
that could be different. It could it could change. People may hate shotguns, but if you give them more requests, they might stick with it anyway. I actually got hit by a firebolt grenade once this week. I was like, huh. I forgot about those. <laughs> those things still exist? Yeah. People still use those? I they're really they're really good for keeping control of a choke point still. It, it backs you up. <laughs> that thing True. comes through the door and all of a sudden shoots out and smacks you in the face like, "Well, I ain't going through there." <laughs> Very true. All right. So real quick, a uh, little bit of speculation. What do you think is coming in, say, April? Uh, I think you're going to see another dawning type event, but with a different twist. So similar in size with some quest lines. Uh, I'm hoping that we're going to get an exotic quest for Dubious Volley. Uh, that's, that seems to be hinted at strongly within the community uh with art artwork and, and and models being presented in different venues uh which i think that gun looks really cool um and i don't know about pvp um i hope that they do something for pvp uh in an april update along with some pve stuff but i nothing i don't have any ideas on what they would do what about you yeah, um, I kind of think the same thing. I'm hoping for mm, some new exotic introduced. At this point, it's probably just the Dubious Valley, which a quest line for that would be awesome. Even a quest line for Pocket Infinity as well could be pretty fun because it was a quest line gun back in the day True. from those uh, uh, bounty thingies, my bobbers. Anyway, um, Crucible, I agree. Like, I mean, we'll we'll obviously be getting a balancing patch with it, which is essentially covering the Crucible basis, but. I agree. Maybe I don't know if they could push this out, but maybe a new game mode would be pretty awesome and bring it'd be bigger than the dawning necessarily because they didn't really have to create SRL. They just had to create a couple maps for it. But if they just brought a new game mode, maybe some good old capture the flag or something like that. I think it'd be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. A new game mode would be awesome. Capture the flag uh, a variant would be nice. I, I mean, Rift is sort of like uh, you could probably take Rift and just turn it into capture the flag, but reverse the objective. Um, where you maybe yeah, not, not, not um, really. <laughs> I, well, I always it's like capture the. I always for some reason in my crazy mind, I always think of Rift as like reverse capture the flag. It's like it's kind of like a a one flag capture the flag type thing. Yeah, that would be cool. So how would that work with? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you just have a player with that would have a. Oh, "Quote unquote flag," and you have capture the flag, or you would you go to and get the other player's flag and bring it back to your base? The way capture the flag works in any other shooter I've played, usually it's very, it's basically stayed the same in all because it's kind of a classic game mode. Is um, each um, team has a flag, and that flag is also their home base. And in order to take the flag, you must go to their base, pick up the flag. And then bring it back to where your flag spawns. Right. Okay. And most games, some haven't, but most games have it. So you can only score a point if your flag is also present at your home base at that time. Got it. Yeah. So in case it's not blatantly obvious, um, my history in games is not with FPSs and PvP stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I actually I was actually asking the question. I wasn't like pretending to be dumb. I actually am dumb. So thank you for explaining that. It doesn't make you dumb. It just means you haven't played it. Yeah. No, I, I'm not. I, I never played COD. I'm assuming that was in COD. And it was. Was it yeah. in Halo? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I know people have talked about it. I've heard people talk about it. I just couldn't remember how the game mode worked. 
um yeah when all those games were coming out and being played i was playing mostly like arkham knight and i played things like that like the original arkham games and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so um what's funny is where i spent the most time with catch the flag was actually the original star wars battlefront way back on xbox nice nice the original xbox (laughs) the og um cool um yeah a new game mode would be awesome it would i mean do you you think we're gonna get the new raids or old raids made new uh i think they're it's more likely than not that they will do that at some point because why not like just that's that's it like why not the closer we get to destiny 2 the more likely they'll do it it's just it's silly and they're gonna want to there's going to be a little bit of crossover. People will still be playing Destiny 1 when Destiny 2 comes out. So they'll probably want to try to keep as many people playing as possible, you know, because it, it'll still be alive. I think bringing the old raids up will, you know, give people that are, you know, giving the Destiny universe a try through Destiny 1, um, you know, some great excuses to play the game. So right. they'll obviously want them to play Destiny 2, but... You know, yeah, it doesn't make sense not to bring them up, but I'm glad that they've waited and still haven't. They're building they're building suspense. Yeah. (laughs) So, Jordan, want to let us know about uh, mash those buttons. Sure thing, David. All right. Mash those buttons, your ultimate resource for video game commentary, reaction and involvement by a variety of opinionated and informed gamers who love gaming of all kinds. Covering a large swath of gaming, we cover the latest news and information on the games you care about and always provide unfiltered commentary and fun. Check out the killer podcasts available today on the Mash Those Buttons network at www.mashthosebuttons.com. All right. Thank you, Jordan. So with that, we're going to hop into the next thing they talk about on the Bungie Weekly update, which is the impending balance update. Uh, We've been asking for it for a while. Crucible, yeah, we talked about it earlier. The shotguns are there. The meta is prevalent. And now it's looking to get a change, finally, soon-ish. It sounds like it'll be coming out with the next update, which, once again, we speculated to be in April. Uh, What they said exactly was, as we wage wars in our playtest labs, we're taking a lot of things into account. Player data, your feedback, and our own gameplay experiences. We've heard the conversation about and feel for ourselves, Shotgun dominance. Yes, we see you, Matador 64, but we feel strongly that our goal shouldn't be to nerf them into the ground. Instead, we're looking at solutions that could bring shotguns in a better state of balance with the rest of the guns in the game. In doing this, we would still want shotguns to be effective and fun to wield. We could quickly and easily break shotguns and call it a day, but it's important to us that we explore positive changes that can make Destiny better for everyone. So I think they actually released this statement through Cosmo a couple weeks ago. And now it's made its way into the full Bungie Weekly update. Um, I'm glad they're doing this. Um, Bungie has always been a let's nerf everything company with Destiny. And a lot of people have complained about it. Me being one of those people. Because you don't get balanced just by making everything worse. You just get a slow game. So I'm happy that they're looking into ways to bring everything up. Um, I'm also happy that they're going to be changing things. My only thing is, once again, this is going to be a giant blanket change to all the weapons. I presume all of them. And that's not good because it doesn't really allow you to balance things. 
It just allows you to create a new meta. Something will always be better. And I think Bungie needs to get better at having a way to tweak one thing at a time, one little thing at a time. Maybe it won't come until Destiny 2 because maybe they need a better better engine for doing it. But games like Call of Duty already do it. And they're both under Activision. They're both like essentially under a shared publisher. So maybe they can work together. Maybe Call of Duty can give them some tips. But I just think this once again is going to create a meta and they need to be able to change things one little bit at a time and not just do these blanket patches. But then again, this is probably also going to be the last big change to anything Crucible before Destiny 2, or so we hope, assuming Destiny 2 stays on time. So how are you feeling about this new bouncing update, Jordan? Well, the the the, the quip of, uh, for the sandbox here is I, 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 it, it's good that they're going to you know, it's good that they're saying that they're not going to nerf the shotguns into the ground because we don't want to see that. I want to see shotguns uh, used and still be useful. I just want to see the shotguns like the Matador not be snipers because we've had that before. It's not as bad. I don't think it's nearly as bad as some of the past shotguns we've seen, but it's still pretty bad. Um, So don't nerf it in the ground. That's great. Uh, I'm really surprised that they didn't mention pulse rifles because shotguns are one thing, but the pulse rifle dominance right now, it's, it's, I, I think that's worse. At least for me personally, uh, I, I have more issues with like the clever dragon and the grasps out there, grasp of Malik. It's, it's crazy how you can get the drop on a, another player. Uh, I'm usually using Mida and I'll get the drop on another player and they'll, they'll turn around and they'll start peppering me with their clever dragon and they'll win the gun battle and I'll be two shots in before they start firing at me. Like that's not possible or it shouldn't be possible. I'm really surprised they didn't mention anything about pulse rifles in the, in, in this little update portion here. Cause I think those are, those are easily just as bad, if not worse, in my opinion, they're worse, but that's just my experience. Yeah, um, I kind of agree with you. Pulse rifles are, well, I wouldn't say they're the worst. Um, I think they're just in a weird spot. And the problem with that is, one, you have everybody who had access to uh, the Clever Dragon, which is a, a really good pulse rifle with its highest rate of fire archetype and high caliber rounds. And the high caliber rounds are part of what caused the problem because they knock uh, you off your target. Say someone shoots you with it, you're getting knocked off your target. You won't be able to snipe them. It's harder to shoot them with thing like a scout rifle. Um, maybe the reason why they're not mentioning it and saying it's the worst is because you do have things that can counter it. You have the, I mean, one thing really, you have the Aos Luna and Palindrome archetype hand cannon, which does technically have a quicker time to kill, especially if you get luck in the chamber, but there are ways to counter it. I think Midas still technically has a faster time to kill than it. Technically. Uh, technically, if you hit, if you hit shots your shots as perfectly quickly as possible. Yeah. yeah your forehead shots perfectly. Um, but yeah, I think the main problem comes down to range with those. So I'm sure we'll see changes with those guns in um, this update. I really don't want to see them nerfed at all in in the fact of damage, but they do need a range debuff. And part of that is because I can be across a map and I know these maps aren't huge, but they're not small maps either. And I can be across an entire map with a clever dragon and because of the stability on it and high caliber rounds, I can take on someone with, say, a Mita or a Sniper or any other scout rifle and beat them across an entire map, which shouldn't happen. With that highest rate of fire pulse rifle, I should only be able to beat people in close, say, hand cannon ranges because 
they're they're not meant for long distance engagements. And this is where we've talked about it before on the show. I think they really need to split up range fall offs for different archetypes of the same style of weapon because pulse rifles in this highest rate of fire archetype should not perform like pulse rifles in the lowest rate of fire archetype, but they do. Those lowest rate of fire archetypes should essentially be scout rifles and the highest rate of fire should essentially be similar to hand cannons. But the way they have the game currently designed, it's not like that. And it creates some serious problems. I know that there's technically more of a range stat on those highest rate of fire or on the lowest rate of fire pulse rifles, but that's not how they perform. And performance is what really matters, especially in a first person shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Now the, the, the across map clever dragon kills, yeah, it, it definitely it it's been a problem. Um, I I have a feeling that they will do something, but they probably don't know. Like to your comments, they probably don't know how to do it properly because of the fact that they're not going to be able to nerf just one uh, segment of the archetype. They're going to have to, or I think they can only nerf the whole archetype of pulse rifles. Right. And one other thing that makes a problem with it, and I think they need to look at is high caliber rounds. I don't want them to remove it, but maybe something needs to be changed with them for PVP, especially because they they don't perform the same based on the guns. It's weird. If you have a gun that can be fired in full auto, mainly the pulse rifles and auto rifles, then you get some serious kick if you're using a gun with high caliber rounds. But if you're using a gun like um, a hand cannon or a sidearm or even most scout rifles and you um, use high caliber rounds, then the people you're shooting don't even get the kick. And it almost hurts you because it adds um, some extra recoil to your gun and almost is worse than using a gun without it, which is just weird to me. I think a perk like that needs to perform the same for every type of gun it's on because it is the same perk. So I don't know. It's weird. But yeah, that also causes the problem because when you're being fired by uh, like 20 rapid fire pellets from a clever dragon that also have high caliber rounds, it gets to be kind of obnoxious. Yeah, to say the least. You know, remember, well, they had high caliber rounds as a uh, not a hidden perk, but I guess intrinsic intrinsic perk. perk, There's the word uh, on Mita and they removed that. And that may have had an effect on other weapon types. I'm, I, I know just removing an intrinsic perk shouldn't, but I wonder if they did something when they removed the intrinsic perk um, Mita and ended up affecting scout rifles and possibly hand cannons. Because I, ha- I have gotten hand cannons with high caliber rounds. I think it drops on a couple and doesn't seem to have the effect, not nearly the same effect as it does when uh, you use it with a pulse rifle. Yeah, it's it's weird. And... I never understood why they did that to Mida because Mida Mida got a nerf because people were using it because people realized it was a good gun and it was stupid. Mida wasn't overpowered at all. It still isn't overpowered, but they got rid of a perk on it to make people use it less, which is dumb to me. I think if you have a good gun in your game, then you shouldn't take it down just because people are using it. If you want it to be used more evenly with other stuff, then bring other guns up. Mida wasn't OP, it should have never been touched, and I really hope 
I know it won't happen, but I really would hope that with this update, they bring back high caliber rounds on Mida because the biggest thing that it affected was PVE. It used to be a very good PVE gun, mm -hmm. but now it doesn't create the stagger that it used to, especially because it's a lower impact scout rifle. And it's just, it's underwhelming now in PVE and it really disappoints me. Yeah, I, I, I sort of doubt that, that they're going to bring back high caliber rounds on Mida, but that would be pretty cool. And I would, hey, you know what? That would be a good counter for Clever Dragon, you know, because like I said, it I use Mida all the time. I see a Clever Dragon, I'll get the drop and I'll still lose gun battle sometimes. And if I was if I was creating some stagger, uh, then that would even the playing field out against those Clever Dragons. And I'd be, I, I, I mean, it still wouldn't create a... Uh, a full balance within the crucible, but at least it would help things out. Cause you know, you get your people that like your hand cannons that could probably switch over to Mita when they're playing against players that are using clever dragon and they start to feel like they can compete more. Right. I agree. I agree. So with that, we'll move on to the last big piece of news coming out of this week at Bungie this week, which is the Bungie days that Bungie is now doing. They're doing Bungie bounty days um which are now essentially if you don't know what the bungee bounty is it's always been um a group of players usually bungee employees sometimes community members go out into the world and it's in the past it's traditionally been a been a full team of six and you're essentially going to hunt down that team of six and if you beat them you get a special emblem well now what they're doing with these bungee bounty days is there are these big community members and the big community members are going into a playlist for a two-hour time block on days they're assigned, the two-hour time block is actually their choice. So you'll have to look um, the day of or in the days leading up to at um, their uh, social media or Bungie social media to learn what time you can go hunt them down. But they're going into a playlist they choose solo, and you then have to hunt them. If you are on the opposite team of them, uh, you want to beat them. If you beat them, then you get the emblem. But if you're on the same team as that community member and you win the game, then you get the emblem. So it's it's a fun little thing that Bungie's now doing. People always have loved Bungie bounties, and now they're kind of making it um, more interactive more often so that people can fight to get this bounty. I think it is essentially this. This has always been one of the um, emblems that was kind of highly regarded. So now I think it's going to be more at the end of the game cycle, they're making it so more people can have it, have access to it. They have a whole ton of streamers. I think there's 20 streamers or so lined up right now to do it. And they said past these 20 streamers, they'll continue doing it with one person a week. Um, I don't know how long they'll keep going it for. They just said once a week, we'll set up another guardian who has volunteered to put on a good show. They didn't say when it would stop or if it would ever stop at that point. But I still think it's awesome. It, it kind of gets people something to hop back into destiny for um yeah i think it's good what are your opinions on it jordan I, I think it's a good thing you know it it brings the community into the game in a different manner um uh, yeah like you said there's 20 21 if you count the first guy uh professor broman was the first bounty that kicked things off on the 13th um and then after they finish up the last week, I think it's like the first or second week of February is the last uh, bounty that they have scheduled with five. And after that, it's going to be one per week. Um, it's going to be a good way to uh, boost the game and also boost the community members that play the game and stream it. Because most of these people are streamers. So 
um, if not all of them. Uh, it's a, yeah, I think it's great to bring the community together like that. Um, unfortunately, uh, I I didn't do my homework on this, but I I was watching uh, one or two streams. I think Professor Broman, possibly. Um, I was watching his stream for a short bit uh, after he had done the bounty, and he's obviously talking and keeping in contact with lots of these people that are um, that are the bounties themselves. And apparently, it's not been bringing out the best gameplay from the uh players <laughs> so um i don't know the specifics i don't know if people are cheating to try to get the the bounties um or to, you know to try to get these emblems but if they are i hope i hope that's not the case um because you are on stream <laughs> you are being caught so don't do that you know <laughs> if you go up against these people or you're playing with them be cool just play be a good sport um you know this it, it's a game we're trying to have fun here and be a community and, and boost the community and have fun it's yeah I, again i don't I, I don't know the specifics but i have a feeling people may be cheating a little bit or just you know playing really playing really poorly from like a, a gameplay standpoint like a sportsman standpoint so hopefully that's not the case hopefully that doesn't continue um so if you if you see these guys just be cool have fun get your emblem don't get your emblem you know either way you know we're all just out there to have fun it, it sort of saddened me when i heard some comments about things not being as fun as they should have been so hopefully that doesn't persist but other right. than, other than that i think this is a really great idea and i hope they keep doing it and i hope that after after the initial schedule is over and they do the once a week bounties i, I hope that i hope it becomes successful and stays successful i agree yeah perhaps maybe people are just abusing the meta or something i i mean i i understand that um people can get upset at that but at the same time there's nothing cheating about playing with what's good at the time if people are going to shove shotguns down your throat then they're going to do it and yes it it may seem overpowered compared to everything else right now but it's what's good and people want this bounty people want to win uh, mr fruit was talking about his upcoming or it's past now but his bungee bounty and he was talking about how he didn't know how he was going to play because he enjoys on stream uh, taking his time and using fun guns and stuff. But he didn't want to necessarily mess around and use fun guns because it could hurt the chances of those playing with him who want him to be doing good to get the bounty. So, uh, yeah, things like that are an interesting point of contention. But uh, I agree. I think it's an awesome idea. A little more info on it. I forgot to say uh there will be both platforms both uh xbox and playstation getting bungee bounties it's actually up to the people doing the stream which system they'll play on and people like professor broman have done an hour on each so there's equal opportunity for everybody no matter where you play to get the bungee bounty if you want to see the full schedule of everybody so maybe you can try and find your favorite streamer uh, to hunt down it is available on the this week at bungee for this week which is 119 if you're looking for it in the future i'm sure there will be a different place where they post it on their website besides this but if not it is on the 119 weekly uh update and with that i think we have talked about everything we want to talk about today is there anything else you want to mention today jordan no i'm good all right then how about you take us away all right so to everyone listening thank you for listening to In Orbit, we are available on a ton of platforms, so make sure you're spreading the word. The best way to do this is to share In Orbit with others. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Overcast for iOS, 
Google Play Music, Stitcher, Play FM, Pocket Casts, and we have an RSS feed. Links are available for each platform right on the Mash Those Buttons website at www.mashthosebuttons.com. Make sure to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming this week on Mash Those Buttons. Make sure to check out the other shows on the Mash Those Buttons network at mashthosebuttons.com forward slash shows to see all of our podcasts. For any questions regarding scheduling, check mashthosebuttons.com forward slash schedule for scheduling details. And you can check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Jordan, where can people find you at? You can find me streaming on Twitch at IMTBot, I-A-M-T-W-E-B-O-T, and on Twitter, uh, usually talking about random things. Uh, my Twitter handle is at IM underscore TBot. And you can find me on Twitter at DS underscore Bolt and streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DS Bolt. No spaces, no underscores. Please contact us with any questions as always at inorbitpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We love to hear your feedback. We love to answer your questions on the show. So please, please send us those emails. Also, feel free to leave us, leave us a review anywhere you're checking us out. We love leaving, reading the comment comments, taking the feedback, bringing it into our shows and incorporating all of you anytime we can. We love you. We do. My prior events are not a memory. It is momentum. It advances, leads, and controls. Points and directs. Shapes and forms. I may not enjoy what lies in front of me, but as in any story, the past needs resolution. We are the authors, the finishers of our fate. What's in my past is my prologue. What's in my future is my destiny. On behalf of of the entire InOrbit team, Jordan, myself, Jarrett. We thank you for listening to the show. And as always, we'll see you on the next mission. Your destiny calls. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, January 23rd, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit. This week talking about the return of Iron Banner, impending Crucible Balance patch, and a new format for Bungie Bounties. On Tuesday, January 24th, Nick, Ray, Jeremy, and Eric bring you the latest in World of Warcraft on WoW Talk. This week talking about patch 7.1.5, patch 7.2, and Nighthold. On Wednesday, January 25th, Jarrett, Mikey, and Bond bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week talking about the Lunar New Year event and how relaxed quick play should be. Also on Wednesday, Crash Tag and Meza bring you the latest in fighting games and the FGC on Double Tap. This week talking about more information on Injustice 2, a slew of new fighting game content, and 2017 starting off with a bang. On Friday, January 27th, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you the latest in the division on SitRep Radio. 
this week keeping you up to date with news on Update 1.6 and The Last Stand DLC. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule.